Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Galloway's Eye. Here we aim to bring you information on our services and activities, as well as some entertaining sound bites outside of the world of Galloway's. There are numerous ways you can listen to us. We can send you CDs or you can find us on our Galloway's Alexa skill, our website or British Wireless for the Blind Fund. And if you want to hear more from us, check out the Galloway's Get Together show with Jill and Bob, which can also be found on our Alexa skill and website. And don't forget, we are still here for you. You can call us on 01772 744 148 and speak to our sight loss advisors. Coming up, track two. Rachel Watkinson, Head of Services, sends us her best wishes this festive season. Track three. Following our AGM earlier this month, we present you with an edited version of our pre-recorded webinar conference, which highlights our successes from the year 2020 to 2021. Track four. If you missed our Christmas party on Zoom, you can hear our highlights here. Track five. It is celebrations all round as our Broomy Sunshine Cafe in Morecambe has won an award. Track 6, a recipe for chocolate bourbon sticks. Track 7, some highlights from our Brews Up For A Chat Christmas parties at Hamwick and Southport. Track 8, it was all ho ho go at Galloway's as we held our Santa Dash this month. Track 9, if you are struggling this Christmas, we have some useful phone numbers if you need to speak to someone over the festive period. Track 10. The team at Galloway send their best wishes. Track 11. Jenny tells us more about the Seeing the Ability group we are hosting on Zoom in partnership with Bradbury Fields and Christopher Grange. Track 12. What a year it has been. What can you remember about 2021? Have a go at our end of year quiz with Jill and Bob. And finally, track 13, Trouble at Mill play us out with their festive song, It Only Seems Like Five Minutes Since Last Christmas. Thank you for listening. See you in the new year. Hello everyone. We can't believe another year has passed. And whilst it started off dismally with lockdown, things slowly started to look up for us as we were able to gradually restart our face-to-face services and activities. We were so excited about this and it has been a great seeing you all again as we really missed you. Our Get Active programme is now in full swing with plenty of things going on. We enjoyed not one but two residential water park trips and we were all revved up during our driving day. We have missed catching up over a cuppa, so we opened our doors as soon as we believed it was safe to do so for our bruise up for a chat coffee mornings. These will resume as normal, week commencing 10th of January. We made sure we made up for things this Christmas as we have had several celebrations this month and we hope you enjoyed them as much as we did. This year has of course seen some significant changes as we have said goodbye to a few much loved members of our team including our CEO, Stuart Clayton. If you would like to pass on any messages to Stuart, please send or drop them into Howick House and we will gladly forward them on to him on your behalf. 
We are now looking ahead to the new year with excitement as we begin implementing our new strategy. You will start to see some new faces as we expand our team to help us continue to deliver the best services we can for you. But for now, we wish you a very safe and very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Earlier this month, we held our AGM and webinar conference to discuss our highlights from 2020 to 21. Hosted by Rachel Watkinson, Head of Services, Nicola Hanna, Head of Income Generation and Communication, and Hasanga Parkinson, Head of Central Resources. You can find the 40-minute webinar conference on our YouTube channel, Galloway's Blind. We thought we would give you a taster with an edited down version here. Tonight, Galloway's looks back to shape the future. Hello everyone and welcome to our first official Galloway's conference webinar. This is of course new to us and leads us to our theme of the day, a new Galloway's. Casting back to our last AGM in 2019, we had our three-year strategy laid out and some exciting plans for our organisation. Then in March 2020, we were hit with something no one could ever have predicted, COVID. It changed everything, not just for us, but for everyone. This heavily impacted our service users, volunteers and our team as we had to close our centres and work from home. There were huge questions about what we did next and how we were going to cope both financially and emotionally. Some members of our team were furloughed while others were working from home whilst managing the impact on their family life. It was tough, but we have an incredibly resilient team. Lockdown was incredibly hard on everyone, but in particular for those who are already vulnerable and feeling isolated due to their sight loss. For those who rely on others, for those who couldn't see family and friends, for those whose eye appointments were cancelled and for those that really needed someone to talk to, they were all deeply affected by the pandemic and lockdown. We know from the thousands of people we spoke to during these lockdown periods, there was a lot of fear. Fear of leaving the house, fear to go out for a walk, to go to the shops alone. There was loneliness and people missed the solidarity of our social groups and activities. It was an incredibly difficult time for those who needed our support. But the Galloway's team worked tirelessly to innovate and adapt our services and I'm incredibly humbled by the commitment and dedication shown by all of them. Throughout, we ensured that whilst our centres were closed, we were still very much open and we made sure that those who use and need our services and support were not forgotten. From March 2020 to April 2021, we supported more than 4,200 people. We prioritised our most vulnerable clients, making more than 5,000 welfare calls to make sure they had enough support. This extended way beyond sightless advice as our team gathered up-to-date information and on food and prescription deliveries and other external support. This continues to this day as we continue to support people to navigate their way out of this pandemic. On top of this, we adapted our community outreach work to reduce social isolation by making garden and doorstep visits to drop off equipment and provide support such as reading mail. Recognising the importance of social and peer-to-peer -peer support, we introduced our brand new Talking Together Telephone and Zoom programme, which is accessed by more than 80 blind and partially sighted people each week. 
Our yearly numbers infographic for 2020 to 2021 shows 4,240 people supported, 70 get active videos, 883 ECLO interactions, 5,252 welfare calls, 562 Alexa listeners, 3,291 talking together interactions, 150 Zoom sessions, 335 new people reached, 227 low vision assessments, 16,875 audio editions, and 194 one-to-one tech sessions. Our popular Tech Talk at Three programme welcomes an impressive programme of speakers, including Callum Payne from Microsoft, Luke Hoare from Amazon, and Stephen Scott from Double Tap. We moved all our Get Active service online, with guest speakers such as blind climber Jesse Dufton, blind surfer Steve Fox and ultramarathon runner Simon Wheatcroft. We also provided audio described walking videos, exercise sessions and moved quickly to restart smaller walking groups when restrictions allowed. We also maintained our vital ECLO and low vision support with over 800 ECLO interactions, over 200 low vision assessments and over 600 sight loss appointments. These were done initially over the phone and then summed face to face as restrictions allowed. When we found that patient transport stopped and visually impaired people couldn't get to vital eye clinic appointments, we arranged and coordinated a brand new transport service using our amazing volunteers. At a time when we needed technology and digital aids the most, 2020 and 2021 saw us collaborate more than ever on three major assistive tech projects. Just as lockdown started in March, Galloway's launched its own Alexa skill, which allows people to find out our latest services as well as listen to a range of talking newspapers, our audio magazine, The Galloway's Eye, and also some armchair exercises. Shortly after this, we joined the global app Be My Eyes as a specialist partner, enabling sight loss advisors to provide support to blind and partially sighted people anywhere across the country. Influenced by the pandemic and the fact that we were not able to support people through assistive tech in person anymore, we began working with a new digital partner, Aspire Assistive, to deliver tech ability. At the beginning of the year, we loaned out data-enabled tablets and provided one-to-one online remote support to 13 blind and partially sighted people who were not confident using technology and equipment. Our volunteers were as devastated as we were that our services were heavily impacted by the pandemic, but their commitment to us has never failed and they worked hard to support us so we could continue our service delivery. Throughout the pandemic, they made welfare calls, supported us in conducting surveys, recorded our talking news from their own homes, provided really important patient transport, hosted talking together sessions such as quizzes and the book club, provided gardening and maintenance support at our sites and recorded the what's going on guides. So on behalf of the team at Galloway's and the people who use our services, a huge thank you. The impact of COVID on our fundraising activity was huge, not only on our income levels, but also on the morale of our team. We had some amazing big fundraising events planned in 2020, but sadly, these had to be cancelled because of the pandemic. Our community supporters struggled to come together and support us, and overall, our income dropped significantly. As a local charity, we rely on our community to support us, but they just couldn't. However, the situation also gave us an opportunity to be more creative and try new things. 
we significantly increased our fundraising via digital platforms and tested new activities. We adapted our eight mile Morecambe Bay Walk to not the Morecambe Bay Walk, encouraging people to run, walk or skip eight miles in their bubbles during June. We joined the 2.6 challenge organised by the London Marathon, asking people to take part in an activity based around the number 26 and fundraise or donate £26. We adapted our Santa Dash by inviting people to run, skip or walk 3k in their bubbles during December. During this period, people continued to support us in other ways, such as donating gifts in wills or taking part in our lottery, which was a huge lifeline to our finances in such a difficult year. We also saw huge success in how trusts and grants funders supported us and Tina, our trusts and grants lead, is going to talk about that now. Firstly, we were so pleased that all our existing funders showed flexibility in how we delivered their grants during the pandemic. This ranged from the Masonic Charitable Foundation, who widened their original delivery, to Doily Cart Charitable Trust, the James Tudor Foundation and Living Well Sefton, who all agreed to extend the term of their grants. During the pandemic, many charitable trusts launched new grant schemes to help charities manage their drop in income. Here at Galloway's, we worked as a team to ensure we had the right evidence to apply for grants. Because the services team adapted delivery so quickly and consulted with service users, we were able to use this information to apply for grants. During 2020 and 21, we received funding from a number of new funders. The National Lottery Community Fund supported Galloway's with a grant of £79,677 to deliver welfare calls, talking together and assistive technology. So thank you to the players of the National Lottery for buying their lottery tickets. The Community Foundation for Merseyside and Lancashire supported us with £20,000 for welfare calls, equipment and communications. And we were delighted when our grant application to Julia and Hans Rousing Trust was successful with a contribution of £120,330 towards our core costs. As this is a national charitable trust, we knew the grant scheme would be oversubscribed. There is always that trepidation before you open the email from the funder. And I really did not think we would have a chance. But Nicola was always positive, and rightly so, as it turned out we were successful. The key has been having great stories to tell, good evidence of impact and keeping positive. Like it was for many people, the pandemic was a period of reflection for us in terms of how do we adapt to a new normal and how do we create a new Galloways. We embarked on a massive project, something we have never done before, as we involved the whole organisation and key stakeholders in making plans for the future. We led over 800 discussions to find out what people really wanted. This involves speaking with more than 100 people, including people with sight loss, their families, volunteers, donors and members of our own galleries team. And who can forget our workshops and Dragon's Den pitches, 
We really wanted to look at every angle and not intentionally copying a well-known drinks brand. We asked ourselves the question, if Carlsberg did Galloway's, what would it look like? Our design work helps us set out our strategy to build a new Galloway's and help us deliver the services people tell us they want. The key change elements to our new three-year plan are moving to community-based service delivery, making sure that we are accessible for our communities, building on our digital success by developing this further and using it as a tool to educate and influence, placing greater emphasis on our communications function to shout about what we do, the impact we have on the lives of the people that we support and how we then build relationships with people at all levels. Investing in our infrastructure to ensure we can maintain and improve the quality of everything we do, support our staff group and further develop our volunteering offer. Focus more on being creative about how we engage and learn from people with lived experience and driving forward a new integrated way of working across all departments. We've already begun implementing some of these changes and we are ready for another exciting year. One thing we have to say through all of this work is we've been fully supported by our wonderful Board of Trustees and we are really grateful for their expertise, their guidance to help us deliver such an exciting strategy. Here is a video of some of the ways our trustees have made a difference to us in the last year. Here I am, ready to set off on my eight mile challenge for Galloway Sight Loss Society. Should have been walking across Morecambe Bay, but hey, I'm going to walk round Fullwood and Ingle in this beautiful dress in the rain. So, see you later. Bye! 91 year old Mavis Booth has joined her family in raising money for our services. This video shows Mavis with Simon and her grandson Arthur walking around the garden. This is all part of the Booth family's collaborative challenge of walking or running 1,000 kilometres by September the 13th. Here is our chairman, Simon Booth. There's going to be eight of us. Um, my mum is, is 91 um, and what she does is walk around the garden. Um, then you have myself, my wife Jill, Beatrice, Grace, Harry, Tilly and Arthur. Um, hello, I'm Carol Holmes and I'm a trustee with Galloways for over seven years and I have um, an hereditary eye disease called retinitis pigmentosa and I have been registered blind since the age of 30 and I'm now in my 70s. As a long-term trustee, what differences have you seen and why do we need to adapt? The, the whole sight loss world has changed somewhat. And whereas at one time you were considered elderly at 60, elderly-ish, um, now it, it, it's not. It's not 60 to 80-year-olds. They, they're looking at different things. But I do think there is a big gap at the moment and extra support is needed for the 60 to 80 year olds who probably have had perfect sight until that age and now are really struggling, losing self-confidence and becoming lonely because maybe their family, maybe their family have left home and 
people, they feel people don't understand and they try and hide it. Nothing's better than getting around the table with like people and discussing how they can go forward. And there is a lot and lots of help. I'm Sunila Jain. I am one of the ophthalmology consultants at uh, Lancashire Teaching Hospitals. And I am I'm a proud trustee of Galloway's. And why is it important to reach people from diverse communities? The RNIB Trust has done some studies on this and they think that the BMA community is more prone to visual impairment. Uh, because I belong to that community, I have a little bit of insight into the way people think. And to admit to any disability, especially vision, is considered like a stigma and uh, so people don't want to admit that they can't see or they are affected because of their vision so you can imagine uh, people from that community wouldn't want to seek help my name is carl harrison i've been a trustee with galloways since february uh, 2020 and i too am sight impaired uh, i suffer from a condition called stargarts um, and i think it's important as an organization uh, that we are relevant in the circumstances and of course those circumstances change over time so to be relevant i think it's perhaps a question of us trying to gain access into their world as opposed to trying to invite them into the world of galloways um, i think in particular for the younger people people of working age they might have a perception whether it's misplaced or otherwise that galloways is there to perhaps serve best people of the older more mature generation maybe not for them or their needs so i think there's work for us in the first instance to educate and impart information to demonstrate that we are a current organization we are there for service users of all ages Hi, my name is joanna solanke and i'm a fairly new trustee to galloways having joined the board earlier this year and how can galloways add value to the work that other organisations are delivering and seek partner relationships that would benefit visually impaired people? Yeah, well, firstly, I do think that there are these opportunities uh, for Galloways to work in this way with other organisations. Blind and partially sighted people can face barriers when trying to access services, including specialist services and universal services that actually exist to support and serve the whole community, including them. So I think Galloways can add value by partnering with those organisations uh, that exist to deliver those services so that they are truly accessible to blind and partially sighted people too. Hi, um, I'm Hannah Taylor and I joined the Board of Trustees at Galloways in January 2020. We've seen through the pandemic that we've managed to diversify our fundraising because we weren't able to carry out our usual and planned fundraising activities. We're very grateful for the support that we've received from our existing supporters, but it's also been really encouraging to see new supporters and funders engage with us. It remains an incredibly difficult time for all charities, including Galloway's, with restrictions continuing to limit what fundraising we can do. If we are to build back better, we are going to have to raise more money to support the changes. So we'll need to continue to diversify who that money comes from, and we hope that our supporter base will grow and become more reflective of the communities that we serve here in Lancashire and Sefton. Thank you to everyone for attending our first virtual conference. 
whilst it has been a difficult year, there is no denying we still have a lot of positive things to talk about. And we are immensely proud of all of our team, our trustees, our volunteers and our supporters for everything they have done. And more importantly, thank you very much for your support. It has been a difficult year, but you have been with us every step of the way and that means so much to us. We have lots to look forward to over the next 12 months and we hope you join us again next year. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Last year's Christmas party on Zoom was a huge success, so we thought we would do it again. This time we had visually impaired comedian James Connell, who uses our services and is from Southport, to join us. And of course, Andrew Coleman Bell. Last year's Christmas party on Zoom was a huge success, so we thought we would do it again. This time we had visually impaired comedian James Connell, who is from Southport and uses our services, join us. And of course, Andrew Coleman belted out some of his favourite Sonata tracks and festive tunes. So here's a roundup. Yeah, go for it. Hit the button. Oh, oh I love the music. It's not music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hit admit all. There you go. Wow, <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Tell me quick. Oh, we love a kick. Tell me quick, ain't that a kick in the head? Yeah! Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it, you would even say it blows All of the other reindeers Used to laugh and call him names They never met poor Rudolph Joining any reindeer games Okay, this is definitely a great one This is Let It Snow, here we go All the weather outside is frightful And the fire is so delightful Since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Oh, it doesn't show signs of stopping And I got some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Right, well, rather than me telling the, uh, the jokes very badly, we're going to pass you over to the professional, I reckon, and uh, we'll get some, um, some light-heartedness coming. Because um, <laughs> I have been completely blind now for over 10 years. And, well, I'm either completely blind or I'm having the world's longest blink. Because <laughs> um, I've got quite a serious job, you know, I work with criminals. I don't mean I, I work with them as in, I'm not the, I'm not the getaway driver. <laughs> I, I, I work within the criminal justice system, so I, I talk some serious people. But whenever I'm trying to do that, the tongue used to go behind my tooth. Uh, it's like a safety blanket. But now, this tooth is gone after 45 years, my tongue still goes to the gap. So no when I say anything, it looks like I'm being insincere or lying. It's like a little three-year-old trying to get away with something. So, for example, <laughs> if I say, honestly, officer, I haven't had a drink, and my tongue goes, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a good look. Honest, honey, your bum doesn't look big in them jeans. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't win. 
But uh, I will only be doing, like I said, it's been shorter than normal. I'll be doing between 12 and 15 minutes tonight. And I won't be using my watch like a lot of comedians do to keep time, uh, for obvious reasons. You know, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm very excited. Right, right. Uh, I think everybody loves a bit of wham at Christmas, don't Absolutely, they, Joe? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, you yeah. can't have Christmas oh, without yeah. wham. From 1980. I've been in pie. Oh, oh, oh. To believe they never would. But now I. Okay, we're going to do this one more time. Here we go. Good times have never seemed so good, so good, so good, so good, sweet Caroline. Do believe they never were, sweet Caroline. Good times have never seemed so good, so good, so good, so good. We really hope you have all had the most fantastic evening. Um, but we would like to say a few special thank yous. First of all, to James for agreeing to come and join us. Thank you very much, James. Um, my sight haven't been that sore for a while from laughing. Andrew for doing an amazing um, set again with the singing. It's just phenomenal. To Louise, please, massive thank you to Louise. Yeah, the technical side of it. Amanda and I would not have had half as much fun had we had Louise's. No, job. we've been Just able to relax. Us. Wonderful. <laughs> we get the easy end of the deal. Absolutely. I've even had a Amanda boogie. and I would like to. <laughs> yes, we saw. Um, Amanda and I obviously do put some effort in as well, but we hope you have you have had a really good evening. Thank you to Natalie. To you did a great job there, guys, and. Yeah, thanks to everybody for the help with the party and yeah, parcels so, and everything. Yeah, so thank you to Natalie for all her social media posts and things that she does for us. Not hey. just for our Galloway's Christmas event, but throughout the year. Thank you very much. Thank you to um, SLT support because they, you know, they agreed to let us loose and do this kind of thing. <laughs> um, thank you to all our volunteers who delivered your parcels as well. Um, I hope you've all thoroughly enjoyed them. I don't think there's anything else left to say, is there? I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, remember, we, we, we're going to put pressure on Andrew now and Rachel to let us do this again yeah. next year. Yes, so uh, put your musical <laughs> requests in because I will be requesting New York, New York again so me and my family can have another opportunity. <laughs> Uh, but thank you so much for it. And it's actually just really nice to see everybody. We haven't been able to see everybody face to face um, because of the, the, the pandemic. And it's just nice to see everybody out together on a Friday night, having fun and enjoying yourselves. So um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It means a lot to us all. We are really excited to announce that our cafe, Broomy Sunshine, has been named Work or Training Social Enterprise of the Year at the Cellnet Enterprise in Society Awards. So here is Joseph to tell us more. 
So we joined CellNet um, as the Social Enterprise Lancashire Network um, back during the first lockdown as uh, we were looking for some more assistance with our cafe in reaching out to maybe the wider network of social enterprises that exist within the area. Um, and then we saw that they do an annual award um, and uh, we picked three awards from their um, selection. One was uh, Small Social Enterprise of the Year. One was Work or Training Social Enterprise of the Year. And then the third was um, uh, Volunteer of the Year, for which we nominated Jamie, who started with us from the Prince's Trust early on this year. Um, we found him and uh, it was at the start of the summer and he, uh, he came and volunteered with us starting once a week and built his way up to now actually um, having some supported employment with us through the kickstart. So I believe we won one, didn't we? Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, it's on display in our cafe. We won the Work or Training Social Enterprise of the Year. Um, which we got four things like uh, what we did with Jamie, uh, what we've done with Lancaster and Morecambe College, where we've taken on a number of um, uh, pupils who are doing catering or hospitality that might have things like um, autism or uh, may have um, learning difficulties. Uh, we also, through CellNet, um, did some university courses. I did a um, CMI management course, a level seven um, and we did lots of uh, external training through first aid training courses and IHASCO online training. Um, and yeah, uh, it's just been a really good year for developing uh, on our volunteer base and on our staff base. Fantastic. And um, it's just amazing to, to have this and to show that Broomy Sunshine is just more than just a cafe, isn't it, with all these extra arms that's fantastic yeah um and it's a, a good sort of culmination to your role as cafe manager as you move on to volunteer lead at galloway's yeah definitely i think it's a good segue it leaves on a good note um i hope in the new role to also you know develop people whether that be our volunteers or our staff and and find um accreditation and recognition for people's uh, development within their role Fantastic. So if anyone wants to uh, pop in and see the staff and uh, the, the new award, uh, pop in to Broomy Sunshine in Victoria Street in Morecambe. And now we hear from Claire, who is our new cafe manager. Hello. Uh, do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself? Yes, I'm Claire. I've recently joined Broomy Sunshine as the new cafe manager. Um, I've been in hospitality for a good many years in various different guises. Um, but Broomy Sunshine is somewhere I have wanted to work for a number of years. I'm local to the cafe. I've walked past, always wanted a job here, always prayed for a job would come up. And lo and behold, one came up, the cafe manager. And I could not have been more excited to not only apply, but to actually be successful in getting the role. Excellent. And how have your first few weeks gone so far? Um, they've been really good. I mean, it's always a bit daunting joining a new um, a new workplace, um, but everybody's been super, super friendly, 
really welcoming. It's been really good meeting Galloway's um, as a as a whole, um, but obviously getting to know the Bring Me Sunshine team and all of the the regular customers that we we do have that come in uh, numerous times a week. Um, so it's been really good to get to know them and have a laugh and a joke with them as well. Fantastic. And um, have you found your favourite cake yet? Um, I haven't as yet. Obviously, research is still ongoing. There's been different ones every single week. Our favourite we've had so far, there has been a mince pie cake, which is a new one for me. Never had anything like it before. And it proved to be a massive hit with the customers. So we are desperately trying to get it back again before Christmas. Thank you. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, just obviously we're looking forward to, to 2022 and obviously seeing what, what that brings. Um, in the cafe, we're constantly looking at, at new ideas, new suggestions, new events put on. Um, so obviously in the new year, we'll be putting together more of a, a plan for the rest of the year, the different themes we may be doing. And different events we may be doing so obviously nearer the time we'll be advertising all of those and letting everybody know more details excellent well if you're in the area come in come and say hello and, and grab a coffee and cake definitely we look forward to meeting all the new people as well as obviously welcoming back the the regulars that we have as well Christmas is time to treat yourself, so why not try this simple recipe for bourbon, cinnamon and spice hot chocolate sticks. You can make them as a party piece or as a gift. This recipe is for 8 people and takes 15 minutes to prepare and 10 minutes to cook. So the ingredients for the dark chocolate are 200 gram of dark chocolate broken into pieces 1 teaspoon of vanilla extract 2 tablespoons of bourbon or dark rum optional 1 teaspoon of clear honey and ground cinnamon to sprinkle and for the white chocolate it's 200 grams of white chocolate broken into pieces 80 gram of white mini marshmallows Christmas sprinkles to decorate you will also need 8 disposable plastic water cups 8 disposable wooden spoons or ice lolly sticks cellophane bags ribbon and gift tags to wrap so that's all the ingredients, and now I'm going to pass you over to Jill, and she's going to tell you what to do with them. So the instructions are that you put the dark chocolate in a heatproof bowl and set over a saucepan of simmering water. Make sure the bowl doesn't touch the water, though. Simmer very gently until the chocolate has melted, and then remove from the heat and set aside. Place a second heat-proof bowl over the boiling water and this time the vanilla extract, the bourbon or the rum and honey will be in it. 
An alternative to heating these two ways is to do it in the microwave and melt them 30 seconds at a time. When the honey has melted and the mixture is warm to the touch, remove from the heat and gradually stir into the melted dark chocolate, but be careful not to overstir the mixture or the chocolate could seize. As soon as the mixture is combined, act quickly and divide it between the eight cups. Push a wooden spoon or ice lolly stick into each one and chill for an hour until solid. Once the chocolate has set, sprinkle a pinch of cinnamon over each. After the dark chocolate has set, melt the white chocolate in the same way as before. Act quickly, spoon the chocolate over the cinnamon and dark chocolate layer, then press the marshmallows into the top. Scatter over a pinch of Christmas sprinkles and then chill for an hour or until solid. Using scissors, cut the plastic cups away from the chocolate. And then you can wrap each one in a cellophane bag and tie with a Christmas ribbon or any other ribbon of your choice. That sounds lovely. I think I'd like to have a go at that, actually. Tis the season to be jolly, and so we had Christmas parties at each of our four centres. I headed down to our parties in Southport, where we were joined by Atkinson Wellbeing Choir, and Howick, where our very own Andrew Coleman did some singing to do some recording. Have a listen. We have finished off the year in good style with our Christmas party event, um, where we were joined by the Atkinson Wellbeing Choir. Um, those that were able to attend had an absolute fabulous afternoon. Thank you all very much. Merry Christmas. <laughs> It's great, to, it's great to see everybody here today, Galloway's Christmas party, it's been far too long, but it's great to see some familiar faces, and um, if anybody doesn't know who I am, I'm, I'm Andrew Coleman, I'm the Assistive Technology Coordinator at Galloway's, <laughs> sorry, Learning Skills and Lifestyle Manager now, sorry. Feel free to sing along if you want to, guys. <laughs> I like the dancers as well. Oh, I just saw you dancing there, very nice. My heart keeps spinning, I got a sticky grinning, if this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful, I'm sunshine enough, she said, it's just like the first said, come on, tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head. Oh, it doesn't show signs 
to stop it. And I got some corn for popping. But as long as you love me so, come on, sing it, let it snow. Just the way you look tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Our Galloway Santa Dash was back this year, with 50 runners dressed in Santa suits running or walking along the 3k route in Pemberton. Everyone had a fantastic time and it was great to see so many people getting into the festive spirit. Pemberton Town Council Mayor David Bennett set the participants off at the start line, which was at our centre in Howick. They dashed their way along the 3k route down Liverpool Road, looping back to finish at our centre for a medal, mince pie and a drink. We even had two little reindeer to help pull Santa along, plus members of Upfit Hoop Troop hula hooping their way to the finish line. The event raised almost £1,600, which we are incredibly pleased with. Here are just a few sound bites from the day. Three, two, one. Glad to be back this year after missing last year's Santa Dash for Galloway. At town Council, we are always happy to support this community event and it's well supported and obviously well followed in Pemberton. How did you enjoy doing the run? Uh, it was amazing, really good atmosphere, and I've uh, never experienced anything like that. It was a lovely route, lots and lots of support on the way. We've had a fabulous morning. It's accessible to everybody and well worth getting involved with. We know this time of year can be particularly difficult for some people, but please know that you are not alone and there are organisations that can help and support you. Please note that at Galloway's we will be closed from Thursday 23rd of December for our festive break and will reopen on Tuesday 4th of January. If you need to speak to someone we have a list of numbers which may be useful to you. RNIB is available on 0303 123 9999. Their festive opening times are Friday 24th of December 8am to 2pm. They are closed Saturday 25th of December until Tuesday the 28th of December. They reopen again on Wednesday and Thursday 29th and 30th of December from 9am to 5pm. On New Year's Eve they will be open 8am till 4pm. They will be closed on New Year's Day. The RP Retinitis Pigmentosa helpline is available on 0845 one two three two three five four Monday to Friday nine thirty AM till nine thirty PM. The Glaucoma helpline is on O one two double three six four eight one seven zero Monday to Friday nine thirty AM till five PM. Deafblind UK is available Monday to Friday nine AM to five PM 
on 01733 358 100. The Dementia Helpline is open Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm on 0300-222-1122. The Diabetes Helpline is available on 0345-123-2399 Monday to Friday, 9am to 6pm. The Macula Society Helpline is on 0300 303 Zero, treble one, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. This is also the helpline number for the Charles Bonnet syndrome. Nystagmus helpline is available on 0845 634 2630, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. The Silver Line for Older People is available on 0800 470 090 and that is a 24-hour helpline. The Bereavement Trust is available on 0800 435 455 6pm to 10pm. The Samaritans is available on 116-123 and that is a free 24-hour helpline. The National Debt Line is available on 0808 808 for treble zero Monday to Friday 9am to 8pm and Saturdays 9.30am to 1.30pm. Esme's Umbrella Helpline is available on 0207 391 3299 Monday to Friday 8.30 to 5.30. Blind Veterans UK is available on 0300 treble one double two double three. Please note this is not a helpline. And the Age UK helpline is available on 0800 678 1602, 8am to 7pm. Take care and wishing you all the best. Merry Christmas from James and Stuart. Animated video shows our faces on top of our bodies. Elf James pushes a snowball and snowboards down a hill. The snowball hits elves James and Stuart and then we see them both dancing in front of the words, Happy Holidays. Well, Rachel Watkinson here at Galloway's. I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for your support this year, to wish you a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year. We look forward to seeing you in 2022. Hey everyone, it's Andrew from Galloway's. I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a great New Year. Hope you all have a great time and we're all looking forward to seeing you in 2022. Hello, it's Natalie here, the Communications Coordinator at Galloway's. Um, you've all been amazing, thank you very much and I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and all the best for the new year. Hi everybody, it's Glenn here from Galloway's. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and I look forward to seeing you next year. Everyone, we just wish to, want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and all the best for the new year from the staff at Southport. Thank you all very much. Merry Christmas to everyone. Bye. Hi, I'm Joseph, the volunteer lead. Merry Christmas to all of you. Hello, it's Adele Lee, Community Site Loss Advisor, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> September, we launched our Seeing the Ability Group, working in partnership with Bradbury Fields and Christopher Grange. 
The group, which meets on the last Tuesday of the month via Zoom, celebrates the talent and ambition of visually impaired people. As it is held in the evening at 7pm, it is aimed at those of working age and is a space to meet new people, inspire creativity, offer and receive support. So here is Jenny to tell us a bit more, followed by a snippet of one of the sessions. The Sustainability Group um, is a joint adventure with Galloway's, Christopher Grange and Bradbury Fields. Um, so we were approached by Mike from Bradbury Fields and he said, you know, it'd be a really good idea if we could work together to create a wider support network for people of working age, because we know that there are lots of people out there of working age that don't feel they have a voice. So this was our opportunity to kind of come together and cover people um, across the majority of the Northwest, really. We have a complete safe space. If you're on the Zoom session via the video link, then you don't have to have your camera on. If you can, if you wanted to just join in by the telephone, you know, you've got that opportunity. And it's, you know, you've got the, the chance to say exactly how you feel and kind of discuss the issues that are a problem for you um, that you might have encountered, such as um, being denied access into somewhere, having difficulties remaining in employment or getting into employment, what challenges you're facing in those aspects, um, whether you, like the majority of us that are in work, have a constant battle with access to work, um, scheme and things it, you know the, the floor is there it's up for anything is pretty much up for discussion and as I say it's an absolute safe space from which for you to do that in um, we like the fact that it's on in the evening time the last Tuesday of every month because for those that are working um, then it gives them the opportunity to take part as well whereas the majority of our Zoom sessions on our Talking Together service are on during the day um, and that's quite uh, frustrating for some others because they're not able to always get on it. Brilliant. And how are they different? How's the sort of atmosphere different, do you think, to your other talking together groups? It's much more relaxed, I would say. There's less structure to it um, for the hour session that we have um, in, rela in relation to, say, or Wow Wednesdays where we're talking about maybe a product of a month or we've got a guest speaker in or the same on the Tech Talk on a Thursday. Um, you know, it's it's very much you've been told about a product or um, a scheme and it's, it's run in an almost quite formal manner. And although we've had guest speakers on for our um, Seeing the Ability group, because of the uh, topic under discussion, which was actually accessing gyms, because those individuals have already had that issue themselves, um, they were able to then impart the reason for their campaign of, of ensuring that gyms are more accessible, being able to say, been there, done that, got the t-shirt almost to, to those that were on the group. Um, and offer some really valuable insight as to how to go about tackling um, those kind of issues, but not in a kind of 
formal classroom learning setting not that our other tech sessions are like that and again I think because you've got only working age people on there they have different issues to maybe those that are of non-working age now. Thank you very much Jenny that, that's fantastic and um, now we'll hear from some other members of the group. We have connection with people who understand what we're saying even things that Jenny, as you say, how we see with their feet. Other people yep. don't understand that. Yeah, and absolutely. It's such a simple thing, and it's and it makes so much sense to me. I'm sure everybody else will cite difficulties and things like that. It helps um, a lot of people because um, you know if if you're on your own and so and you're isolating or whatever else, and it's, just, it's a good way of keeping in touch with people. Um, and getting your thoughts out there and you're not all on your own and um, just helps you keep going. Because I am working, I can't access the Zoom meetings that you have in the daytime. But as Jimmy said, I do feel a bit isolated. Um, so it's enabled me to actually touch base with people in a similar position that I've not been able to do until you started this meeting so it's I'm very grateful for it <laughs> um, because it's yeah it's just nice to be able to talk with people that are experiencing similar things to yourself absolutely um, it's lovely to hear that you know we can offer you guys this support and um, for for ourselves as well within the team that are uh, visually impaired you know we we don't always class these evening events as, as working. It's our opportunity to, to integrate with our peers. Um, I know my quiz on a Wednesday night gets a bit like that. It's like going down the pub with your mates. It's, you know, mm. and you can kind of go about this. And, you know, there's a few people on here that join that on a Wednesday and for, for a laugh and a giggle. And this is the opportunity to kind of, maybe have some of those, those more difficult conversations that you can't have um, maybe sat in the pub with your fully sighted friends because they just don't get it. Yeah, because although they, they can empathize, they don't understand because they're not in your mm. shoes and in your position. So Absolutely. They can do the best, but they can never actually quite understand. So yeah, so, yeah. so for me, having this in an evening is yeah, very helpful. Uh, it's it's Mike here. I picked up a quote from uh, another group we was involved with, uh, Esme's friends, and someone said, "You know what? It's great being part of this because we we feel believed and you know reassured, and we we can speak openly." But what and what jumped out at me? Uh, sorry, and what jumped uh, at me in the last meeting was the laughter and the fun. You know, I'm, I'm at work all day, like Andrew and obviously uh, uh, Jenny and that. And it says, you know, you can have a laugh, but you've so you've got to have that serious. But there was there was a lot of laughter in the last week, and it's great. You're obviously getting some guest speakers in, but no, it's, uh, I think it'll grow. Just looking at the the numbers on the screen here, and this is this is month three, so you know, I think he's doing well. And what sort of things are you discussing um, and talking about? Last week, it was uh, last month, it was a lot of food, wasn't it, Jimmy? 
and gin. Cookies. Yeah, gym. It, it, it was a lot of food, Mike. Yeah, uh, and the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah gym. Yeah, yeah. It was more about um accessing the like what barriers the people usually in Paramount face when they're trying to access the facilities. Yeah, in gyms, mostly about the conversation last month. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think because we we. You know, we all kind of feed from each other, uh, and it was me. I think it was me talking about a gadget that I'm taking the gym with me uh, to see the spinning bike using my iPhone, and then suddenly everybody wanted to talk about. Well, I've been to the gym, and this has happened to me, and that's happened to me, and 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 it just shows you, you know, um, when we all get when we all get together, uh, it's kind of peer support, and it's kind of it, it's sharing. Uh, I would say a problem shared is a problem halved, and then yeah. we can all help each other. But then allowed us to reach out to uh, the access team from RNIB and, you know, get them to come and, yeah. and uh, have a chat with you guys as well, which, you know, ordinarily, had we not known about these problems, then this conversation wouldn't be being had. Wouldn't happen, nothing. <laughs> Are you ready for our end of the year quiz? Time to test your memory over what's happened over the past 12 months with the final three questions being about your time at Galloway's. So if you're ready, here's question one. In January 2021, online retailer Boohoo acquired which brand and website for 55 million? Question two. Who died in February this year after rising to fame last year for raising £32 million for NHS charities together? Question three. Which American chat show hosts did Meghan Markle and Prince Harry exclusively talk to? Question four. What month did Joe Biden become President of the United States? Question five. In April, Buckingham Palace announced the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. How old was he? Question 6. Marks and Spencer went to war with Aldi over what cake? Question 7. Line of Duty Final identifies the fourth man, better known by what initial? Question 8. In May, the UK had a shortage of which chocolate item? Question 9. A new £50 banknote entered circulation featuring whose face on the reverse side of the Queen?
Question 10. Who replaced Sue Barker as host of the BBC game show A Question of Sport? Question 11. The Afghanistan war ended on the 30th of August 2021. In which year did it start? Question 12. Who co-presented her final edition of BBC One's BBC Breakfast? Question 13. Which Lancashire town was the G7 Speakers Summit held? Question 14. Name the new James Bond film. Question 15. Which TV programme celebrated its 60th anniversary with the Queen sending a personal message of congratulations? Question 16. What is the weekly amount of universal credit that was withdrawn 18 months after its introduction. Question 17. What is the name of the new album released by ABBA? Question 18. What was the name of our first beer festival which took place this year in August? Question 19. What is the name of our new coffee mornings which launched in November? And finally, question 20. Name one of the two acts who performed at our Galloway's Christmas party. OK, here we go with the answers. I'll read the question completely again and then give you the answer. Question 1. In January 2021... Online retailer Boohoo acquired which brand and website for 55 million? And the answer is Debenhams. Question 2. Who died in February this year after rising to fame last year for raising £32 million for NHS charities together? And the answer is Captain Sir Tom Moore. Question 3. Which American chat show host 
did Meghan Markle and Prince Harry exclusively talk to? And the answer is... Oprah Winfrey. Question four. What month did Joe Biden become President of the United States? And the answer is... January. Question five. In April, Buckingham Palace announced the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. How old was he? And the answer is... 99. Question 6. Marx and Spencer went to war with Aldi over what cake? And the answer is... Caterpillar cake. Question 7. Line of Duty final identifies the fourth man... Better known by what initial? And the initial is... H. Question 8. In May, the UK had a shortage of which chocolate item? And the answer is... A 99 flake. Question 9. A new £50 banknote... Entered circulation, featuring whose face on the reverse side to the Queen? And the answer is... Alan Turing, who was the World War II codebreaker. Question 10. Who replaced Sue Barker as host of the BBC game show A Question of Sport? And the answer is Paddy McGuinness. Question 11. The Afghanistan war ended on the 30th of August 2021. In which year did it start? And the answer is... 2001. Question 12. Who co-presented her final edition of BBC One's BBC Breakfast? And the answer is... Louise Minchin. Question 13. Which Lancashire town was the G7 Speakers Summit held? Yes, you're right. It was Chorley. Question 14. Name the new James Bond film. And the answer is... No Time to Die. Question 15. Which TV programme celebrated its 60th anniversary with the Queen sending a personal message of congratulations? And the answer is... Songs of Praise. Question 16. What is the weekly amount of universal credit that was withdrawn 18 months after its introduction? And the answer is... £20. Question 17. 
What is the name of the new album released by ABBA? And the name is... Voyage. Question 18. What was the name of our first beer festival which took place this year in August? And the answer is the Beer and Banger Festival. Question 19. What is the name of our new coffee mornings which was launched in November? And the answer is... Brews up for a chat. And finally, question 20. Name one of the two acts who performed at our Galloway's Christmas party. And the answer is Andrew Coleman or James Connell. We hope you've enjoyed the quiz and that you got most of them, if not all of them, right. Everybody knows that Christmas comes but once a year As we approach the twilight of our lives We'll join in all the family fun and spread some yuletide cheer But it only seems five minutes since last Christmas Tempers fugit, so they say Time goes faster every day Don't want to wish my life away It only seems five minutes since last Christmas Tens of chocolates congregate on supermarket shelves Mince pies and Christmas puddings everywhere Santa's in his grotto, he's surrounded by his elves But it only seems five minutes since last Christmas Tempers fugit, so they say Time goes faster every day Don't want to wish my life away It only seems five minutes since last Christmas Time again to get those Christmas decorations out Check the lights are working on the tree Go out and buy the turkey, don't forget those Brussels sprouts But it only seems five minutes since last Christmas Tempers fugit, so they say Time goes faster every day Don't want to wish my life away It only seems five minutes since last Christmas I wouldn't naughty how they're singing on the radio Ebenezer Scrooge is on TV Christmas lights are flashing nearly everywhere we go but it only seems five minutes since last Christmas Tempers fugit, so they say Time goes faster every day Don't want to wish my life away It only seems five minutes since last Christmas 
Hear those Christmas bells are ringing out throughout the land. Carol singing choirs everywhere. Feet tapping to the rhythm of the Sally Army Band. But it only seems five minutes since last Christmas. Tempest Fugit, so they say time goes faster every day. You don't want to wish my life away. It only seems five minutes since last Christmas. Dashing through the snow upon a one-horse open sleigh. Turtle does fetch hands and leaping lords. Then thoughts turn to a baby in a manger far away. And I need to have our conscience clear for Christmas. See the downcast faces of the beggars on the streets. Have they really been there all year long? Thank your God, whoever he is, that you'll have food to eat. And spare a thought for those in need this Christmas. Yes, spare a thought for those in need this Christmas.